so I guess let's okay. just get into it. Uh, so just tell us uh, who you are and what you do. Um, yeah, like just introduce yourselves, like who's Lona, what does Lona do? Yeah. It's always such a complex, um, <laughs> a complex thing. But anyway, like yeah. I'm Lona yeah. Kalimashe. Yeah. My surname is Kalimashe. Yeah. I'm originally from Eastern Cape. Okay. And uh, Eastern Cape in, in South Africa. Okay. Um, currently residing in Cape Town, okay. South Africa. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And I'm basically a creative. I think it's the reason I say it's always a tricky. It's a, it's always a tricky thing to say about like what is it that you do, and yeah. you know, because as creatives we do a lot of different things. Yeah. Um. But I will say that like I'm mainly so my career spans mainly from having done social media, so being in the marketing space, so doing okay. social media for brands. Okay. And there's obviously other side projects that I do do, um, okay. which is obviously doing the voiceover and, yeah. um, um, you know, also a YouTube channel as well, okay. um, which is saying, which is focused around home decor and DIYs and that kind of thing. So okay. as you can see, there's a lot of different things that I do, but they all centered around one holistic thing, which is being creative and being in the creative spaces. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's cool. So how did you get started? Is this something you like wanted to do as a kid or you sort of like got into it? Um, um, I'm just curious to find out um, what your uh, so started. How it started for you? Like, where did the bug, creative bug, start for you? Uh, yeah. Okay. So I think it's always just kind of been there. If I'm honest with you, because I remember as a initially I thought that I was going to be a fashion designer because yeah. I used to um, growing up as, an, as I was an only child for the longest time, okay. and then my siblings came in, came <laughs> came in, okay. and my siblings only. <laughs> <laughs> came, came yeah. around like I, there's like a huge gap between us like my sister is like there's a 10 year gap my other sister there's wow. like a 12 year gap and then wow. my brother you know 13 so there's literally like yeah there was so for a long time it was just me yeah and i remember i had to, i used to basically entertain myself a lot with my toys and like playing dolls etc yeah. etc yeah. so i used to like make clothes for my dolls because yeah. i didn't like the way that in terms of packaging, like the clothes they came with. Yeah. So I had like sewn on clothes. So I taught myself how to sew, not like with the stress sewing machine, but an actual like thread and needle. Wow, your fingers must be suf- suffered a bit. They have suffered a little bit, yeah. So I used to literally, so I went through all the, the trauma of like, you know, stabbing my fingers with a needle and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it was a fun exercise and it yeah. kept me uh, very busy and entertained, I guess. Yeah. Mm. And also it was like, singing aspect of it which was mm. like always singing singing and entertaining family during gatherings yeah. so as you can see the, uh, a little bit of a creative kind of like journey that was like a seed that was i don't know for some reason that was planted or but i just had an affinity towards things that made me feel like i could just express myself like mm-hmm. and um you know be in a, in, in a space where i could literally just you know create things and make things okay. so i think that's where it really started and i remember there was the one particular memory where I had this pair of denims that I really loved. I think I wore them everywhere. Yeah. So then they tore and literally started getting old because I literally was just wanted to wear them all the time because they were like yeah. my favorite pair of jeans. Yeah. And I basically was like, okay, so because these are torn and I can't wear them anymore, how can I repurpose them so that okay. I still have, have uh, these denims? You still have them so what I did now? Is like, no. Oh, I was going to be shocked. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so what I did is like I actually made I sewed a, a handbag, like a denim bag oh, out wow. of the jeans. Yeah. Oh, nice. I think I was probably in grade five at the time. Okay. How old is that? Uh, uh, I think about grade five. So 
Yo, like math, mathematics now. <laughs> no, like the, the, edge, the edge, the edge, the edge. Numbers are not our thing. Yeah. Um, you could probably say like just like maybe like twelve. I think. Okay. Okay. That's like that's like P seven here. That's like P seven here. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, you mean like in terms of grade? Like what grade is that? Yes, like I was looking for the age so that I could find a, a reference point to how old you oh, are. Oh, you just all got you. Like, so I so think that's between primary the ages seven. of 11 to 13, yeah, primary school, yeah. Yes, yeah. primary, yeah. Hmm. So then I, I basically took this bag and I sewed um, I, I sewed this denim, I took this jeans, sorry, and I sewed this denim bag. Okay. And I literally was like, oh, now I have something to carry with me all the time. Basically, my denims can still travel with me wherever I go, but yeah. just in a different form. Yeah. So that was basically that story. And then I think in school as well, doing a lot of creative arts and culture classes. As well. So mm. I literally carried on doing that up until grade seven, which would be the ages, I think, between 15 to 16, I think, 14 yeah. to 16. Mm. Um, and then... Um, so like the p- painting, we used to do a lot of painting and there we used okay. to do a lot of drawing yeah. just like so much. And I, and, and I think the English language was like my favorite um, because those, we used to do a lot of set work reading. We used to read books like Macbeth okay. and you know, when I was in primary school, there's like Kathy and Mark. Oh, okay. So I really loved that world of like, you know, kind of like, you, you know, said, reading you, books. Yeah, you just said Kathy and Mark, and then reminded me of Peter and Jen. Plus, we had had Peter and Jen. So it was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, when you said Kathy yeah. and Mark, I was like, wait, you guys had a whole different thing down there. We had a whole different thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then it was literally so that's what I just love reading because it meant that like stories mm. that I could have like you know it was something to do with the imagination and imagining those stories and how they kind of play out in your mind yeah. and then you find when you talk to your friends they have a completely different story in terms of how they um how they uh you know read that book and and what that world kind of looks like for them yeah, yeah. so I think that's what I loved about reading is the fact that you can create another world a whole new world from what you know and stuff mm-hmm. which is again imagination which is a great being creative etc cetera, etc cetera. so I think it's it's a variety of different things obviously and yeah. the different things that I was kind of and also television played a big role because I used to watch a lot of tv because it was just me yeah um so I watch a lot of TV, so a lot, a lot of cartoons. Yeah. And I remember they used to be, so my dad used to get the, the Sunday paper every Sunday. Yeah. And then Sunday Times magazine, there was a Sunday Times magazine yeah. that used to come with that. And oh, I, okay. he knew straight on, he would literally just hand that on to me. And I had so many at home because I used yeah. to collect them. Yeah. And then I used to read all the different um, animations in there. Oh, so cool. your Oh, I can't remember now. Like the Snoopy, I think uh, was Snoopy. the one. Okay. It's like all those, yeah. So all those different characters and just like really getting into that world and immersing myself into into that space. And so like magazines, which is also a thing that I really loved. Okay. So you see here, I'm talking fashion, I'm talking music, I'm talking, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, literature. So it's like, a, yeah, and like with creativity, there's a lot of spheres when it comes to, there's no one specific thing. So I think, yeah. You know, I've even talked art yeah. in the context yeah. of things that I've kind of, so it's a lot of influence, a yeah. lot of different influence, go to school, television, mm. you know, pop culture. Yeah. Um, so I think that's where the bug and, and that kind of like spiraled for me. Yeah. So how, how did, I'm curious how this affected university and then career choices after that. Uh, what did you do in university? Like in regards to. Um, hmm. So for varsity, oh. I studied film. Ah, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Yes, so I was yeah. a film student uh, for three years, okay. and um, 
and initially it's funny because I had initially applied to 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 do drama. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and, you know, it kind of somehow went into went into film, which was like the kind of like not necessarily secondary option, but just yeah. like a okay, if I don't do this, then I'll do this because I think both of them were kind of you know keen interests of mine. Yeah, and obviously both at the same time. Yeah. So, and I did drama in in, in in high school, which was from the period um, grade eight up until matric. Okay. So, um, so yeah, that was like literally the, the love and passion for that um, okay. because again, just of expression and i guess expression it seems to be the key the key yeah. term or key inspiration here is that to mm. constantly be be creating so that you're you're constantly expressing and constantly you know sharing with the world like what is going on in your mind etc so mm-hmm. i'm sounding very deep right now but <laughs> yeah but i think um so yeah that's what kind of led all that kind of led to me then doing film um yeah. in, in in varsity yeah. and um but i somehow landed up in magazines right after okay. school i didn't follow the the film route okay. although it's kind of now helped me in a lot of the work that i've done in my okay. career yeah. that knowledge of, you know camera work and mm-hmm. photography has really yeah. helped in like my everyday day-to-day job okay because now I have that knowledge enough to be able to say, okay, cool. This is the kind of content that will work. Yeah. This is the kind of content that I think we should, you know, create for, for, for brands. Yeah. And this is the kind of content that I think, you know, as a brand, you should do this because people are looking for X and X. Yeah. And then also be a person to kind of facilitate that. And also, you know, sometimes for some brands that I've, I've taken, you know, pictures and video, like short yeah. form content for mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know, yeah. so it's just allowed me to be in a space where I'm, there's a lot of flexibility around, you know, one day I could be writing copy for, for, for social media content plan, yeah, but yeah. another day I could, be, I could be, I could be doing, uh, you know, um, taking the pictures and shooting a video. Yeah. Shooting, yeah. Taking pictures of shooting a video or one minute I could be styling for something, you know, yeah. whether mm-hmm. it's product styling or fashion styling, etc. So it's just, it's, it's afforded me the opportunity to be able to, to, to really feel um to not be bored to constant to be constantly evolving to be doing yeah. completely yeah. different yeah. each day so the same yeah. in in terms of my life and what i do so yeah, yeah. I'm just curious. You just said uh, not to be bored. I'm curious if you, if this, if if you've been able to do a lot of things has sort of helped. Like when you're stuck with something, do you just say, "Hey, I had to write the copy of the thing. Let me just uh, go write it." I'm just very curious to find out if that's how you usually work. Like especially since there's a lot going on, but just saying, "Okay, I have to shoot a video, edit copy, and work out like a social media plan for a client." Do you usually like use that as like almost like thinking space as you figure out other things? Are you asking about the journey in terms of like no, how no, in terms of like your process, like in terms of your process? Are you using like the different things as like thinking spaces as you figure out the other things? So like let's say you're shooting a video, but then you're stuck, and then you say, okay, as this as I'm figuring this out, I can be writing copy for something. Oh, um, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just curious if that's how you work, or if, if or are you just like I'm shooting a video, I'm shooting a video. No, no, no. no. Yeah. That's oh, kind of okay, thing. I get yeah. you. Um. I think you're right. Like you do have a point in the sense that like one thing will always inspire something else. Okay. So I could be shooting, maybe the mandate is to, is to, is to, you know, shoot. And, and when I say video, it's not like these big production videos that I'm doing. It's just, you know, short form content which always mainly be like tidbits for, for social um, mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, so it's, 
it'll be like, okay, I need to, the manager is to, is just to, you know, get some shots from a live event, for example, mm. um, or to, to shoot like a video of a specific thing. Mm -hmm. So from that, it'll be like, okay, well, this is the task at hand, but from that other ideas start like, you know, arising. So okay. if I know that I need to do copy after this, then it's like, oh, okay, this is the angle I could possibly take yeah. because of where the journey of this video is taking me. Yeah, so I think okay. that process does kind of occur like that where one thing inspires another. I could be okay. doing copy and yeah. then really what the video aspect of it could look like, whether that's me doing it or somebody else is going to do it where I'm going to have to brief. Yeah. So the mind is constantly turning this constant ideas this constant i think creatives are literally one of the people that have so many different ideas yeah. and i think we 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 literally are, are just like machines of like how we could solve yeah. so many different problems but there's just obviously never enough time <laughs> etc et so i think when i'm when i'm doing one thing i'm constantly always thinking about oh the next thing this is what it could look like this is how i could you know this is how i envision this particular thing and this is how i could brief a person that's going to do this particular thing so so 100 yes um and sometimes it's like okay if there's one thing is not working currently then i'll just like okay cool let me just go to the step number two yeah. with the copy and then i'll okay. come back to the video aspect of it to see where i'm at yeah ah, okay 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 cool so i'm because it's the creative asylum podcast and it's about like process and the creative like workflow i'm very curious if you could share like a mm -hmm. failure and how you sort of figured out or how you learned from a failure as you're doing like all the things you do and how you sort of like i guess how you learned from the failure and how you sort of uh, became a better creative person through that failure i'm just like a story maybe you could share where you sort of experienced a failure and like so how you figured it out and then how you sort of made yourself better through that failure yeah sure like i i'd, I'd like to refer to them as challenges you know because okay. you know, i, think, I yeah. think i mean i mean yes obviously the term exists because you know they they you know fail failing in something is something that's definitely yeah. possible but i think yeah. Um, there's definitely been a lot of different uh, things that have challenged or become or have or have been challenges for me. Yeah. Um, and if I can think of one now that I can give an example of, mm. um, sure. I think it has to. I think something that everybody can relate to has been yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. I remember leaving a leaving a job, you know, before the pandemic. Yeah. You know, with the hopes of starting something on my own. Yeah. And. I really felt like, you know what, like I've got the ideas and I've got the experience and knowledge and I really want to help brand and brands and assist them, especially the niche, yeah. um, small to in businesses and stuff. Because yeah. I was just like, you know, like I just, this is kind of the route that I want to take now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And really, because you know, social media is something that not everybody understands or gets. Yeah. Um, and it was also just a matter of like building something from scratch because yeah. that's another thing that creators like to do is to take something and make it better or you know evolve it yeah. and stuff like that so yeah. that was literally thinking yeah and then little did i know that there was a pandemic that was going to hit us in the next yeah. in the next months to come yeah you know so feeling very hopeful and you know very excited for, for, for the journey ahead yeah. i had like some yeah. savings that i put in place because you know what i mean i also don't want to feel like here yeah, i'm coming i'm yeah. preaching the gospel like, oh, I left my job to start something new. You know yeah. what I mean? I had plans in process. Yeah. I had, you know, to have some time to think about it. Mm. And then I made the necessary plans. I, I had like a, a, you know, timelines in terms of, okay, cool. This is what I'm going to do this when. Okay, this is how much I've managed to put together, mm. et cetera. And you, you almost have to, to do that, you, you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd done all that, all that work and stuff. And then I eventually took the plunge and I, and I, and I left and I resigned. Yeah. 
and you know starting the process of registering company registering a business etc cetera, etc cetera, with assistance like you know from very close um people friends my father yeah. was also very supportive yeah and then the pandemic hit and i was new into this in the city by mind you i was new i just oh, wow. moved to the city to, as well oh you're just new in cape town huh? you just you just and, so, yeah so i'd left uh-huh. cape town which i've been in cape town for a long time i did school here and everything so i left cape town, uh, okay. moved to another city because i just just want to try something new, something different. Yeah. Um, you know, just learn about other, you know, cultures, how other people live, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So mm-hmm. moved to another city, yeah. left that job um after having been there, after making this decision. Okay. But now I'm just like I'm in another city. I don't really know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I don't know people. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, where do I even begin yeah. to to reach out to people and clients and, and build the strip that okay. I'm trying to build? Mm-hmm. And then come the next year, 2020, mm-hmm. <laughs> things are kind of like, you know, kind of got plans and strategies yeah. and, uh, you know, every day there's constant ideating. Okay, cool. What's the plan? What are we going to do? How are we, you know, watching YouTube videos about, you know, building strategies, um, yeah. pitching to clients, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. And the pandemic hit in March and everything just like obviously spiraled because businesses were not taking on any business. Yeah. Um, people really were, were you know, businesses were, were retrenching. So this, which means there's a limit in terms of budgets, yeah. you know, so everyone kind of had decided now to kind of stick to whatever it was that they were doing and not yeah. kind of have implement new strategies in the business by, you know, maybe yeah. hiring other agencies, et cetera, et cetera. So yes. there was a lot of that. So as you can imagine, it's like a very strange, um, you know, landscape and yeah. we, we, we've, we've never experienced before, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So Very I think true. that really took a toll on me in, in the sense that like, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, was this even worth it? Um, yeah. You know, maybe mm. I should have stayed in the whole job, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. What was I thinking? Like, who am I to think, you know what I mean? To, to think that. So all mm. those things got, like go through your mind yeah. in the midst of the pandemic as well. Mm. And then mm. I was broke because now yeah. I must, I kind of, I've I'd kind of like, ran out of my savings because I still need to pay rent. I still yes. need to obviously live. Yeah. So the money runs out very quickly. Yeah. Um, so, and then it just became a whole, like my, it took a toll on my mental well-being, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, for some reason, like there was still a light somewhere, somewhere there. So I was still doing the work. I was still grafting and just like, you know, still trying to pursue this thing, mm-hmm. um, waking up every day and just being like, okay, cool. Okay. Let's just, because, you know, an opportunity must always find you ready. Yes. That's my thing. Yeah. Okay. So I was just like grafting. I was still like doing the research, um, learning as much as I possibly can. Yeah. And then somewhere out of the blue, opportunity started coming around. You know, you speak to one person, one person says something. And and I've also had like some really amazing people that have been mentors, like which is previous, um, previous bosses and stuff like that. Yeah. Who I could always just have as an ear to, to speak to me. And I think it's very important to find people yeah. that are that are those sounding boards for you and yes. who, who, you know, who've either okay. walked your path or who, who've had more experience than you yes. and stuff like that. So I think that's definitely what has, what has helped me yeah. is having those people where I can kind of like, look, I'm thinking of doing this. Like, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Are, is there any kind of assistance that you can give, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. I think that's part of the people have been part of kind of maneuvering that challenge. Yeah. Um, family also has been another a secondary um a thing where it's like you know a family understanding your situation and and you, mm. you know and family that has come to in full support like i know my father was like a, a instrumental in terms yeah. of me getting back on my because of the oh, things that nice. he kind of how he's assisted me and stuff yeah. like that mm. um when he also like i mean things for him as well were kind of like he, he had a long my, my siblings were going to varsity the next year so like my brother's going to varsity. i mean that is yeah. always like the hardest part for parents because yeah. all the registration and everything yeah. else that you have to pay for yeah 
Yeah, very true. Yeah. Oh, and obviously for me, I was just like, all I want to do is just make my parents proud and stuff and stuff like that. And yeah. now they're having to kind of pitch in and tell yeah. this. Obviously, it was yeah. not, you know, my greatest time. Yeah. But I look back on that actually, and I was just like, I'd probably do it again. And I think it, it, I had to learn the lessons that I did. Yeah. And it, it really taught me the importance of having mentors and the importance of really speaking to people. Okay. Um, because then, you know, you speak to the right person who can lead you into another opportunity. So no man is an island. So yeah. it's always important to get you to the places that you want to get to. Um, and mm. it takes, and it takes, um, um, I'm, I'm just constantly opening your mouth to speak and to say, look, and, and, and like standing up and raising your hand and just saying, look, this is what I want to do. Yeah. This is what I want to start. Yeah. Um, are there any opportunities? Can you, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm obviously going on a tangent here, but that's basically how I kind of just maneuvered that um, that challenge by by using the resources that I did have and the people that I that I had, and also just ensuring that I stay consistent in in yeah. in, in doing the research and and still kind of like yeah. making sure that by the time that opportunity comes, yeah. I'm ready informed i can just get started and it's not like me saying okay cool let me wake up from the trenches yeah. and uh, research now that i have this opportunity and stuff like uh, that. Okay. Yeah. okay i get i get i get what you're saying and that's a very i mean like the story is like very relatable to everyone i guess strangely i mean yeah. i had a friend who used to make fun that like when you quit your job that's when things go south <laughs> yes 100 but actually it teaches you so much about yourself yeah that, yeah. that is different one that teaches you so much about yourself yeah i mean and also from your from your conversation i kind of also said i guess it it makes you decide is this really what i want to do because now you have to commit to the to the to the plan uh even when things seem very like bleak i guess in trying to pursue the yeah like you can't be like because like if you go back then it means you are not ready or you are lying to yourself and you are not ready to like make the jump but if you made the jump then it's like okay now we need to figure this out. Yeah. And like, I, I'm very, I mean, it's very interesting because sometimes I talk to creative people and I tell them like, especially like that you have like very interesting like family support and like friends and people who seem to like have your back. Uh, and I was telling yeah, people like yeah. going, as you said, no man's an island. And like a lot of people sometimes make the mistake of like the jump alone with this sort of rebellious, you know exactly. what I mean? So it's, and and so mm. they, they don't have close friends who they can talk to even if when things go tight or when they can just like, you get to just talk and it's like they're just rebels kind of doing their thing solo and then they're misunderstood by because no one understands what they're doing and then it's like so it just becomes a whole cycle of like madness i guess uh, and especially for the creative yeah. profession i feel bad for them because now they want to talk but they can't talk to anyone you get everyone thinks they are rebellious yeah. and want to listen so it's a whole interesting thing yeah um and it's important for parents to support their kids it's very important i think i'm I can, I can, I can never thank my parents. Enough. Like, I, you know, yeah. I talk to them all the time about different plans and ideas that they have, and they, they can't, can't whether they believe in it or not, but they, yeah. they, they always harness in that. Okay, cool. You know what? You must always go after the things that you want to do. Yeah. And I think it's important for, for, for parents, guardians, families to, to be consistent, even if you don't necessarily understand something. Yeah. I don't think there should be pushed back around. You know, allowing a child to, to try because that's where they learn. That's where they learn about themselves. That's where they yeah. learn about. Or dreams change like even that process for me actually shifted me in the sense that to realize that actually that dream might have not necessarily been the dream yeah. and it, it, it shifted other avenues where i was able to really truly discover the things that i'm interested in and stuff like yeah. that so it started from like oh wanted to create this amazing agency and like you know we, we're creating content to actually maybe that's not necessarily my calling and what i actually want to do yeah. but i had to go through that process in order to realize mm-hmm. that now actually 
I'm in a, I'm in a much better position because then it's like now I kind of know where my path is and where my passions are and where I can use the, the, the experience and skills and knowledge yeah. um, in terms of really building something that I, I'm truly passionate about, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah that's awesome. Um, and, 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 and any, any success stories you want to share, like a short success story that you want to share and the things you learned from that success and how you leveraged it to make your professional career. Like, I mean, to not professionals, but like what the things you did, I'm um, just curious about like how you leveraged like any wins, in your life and um, in your creative process and creative things you've been able to do? Okay. I think yeah. from a, let me talk maybe to something, uh, something also, also might be quite, um, you know, relatable and something yeah. that a lot of people mm. understand because yeah. we're all in these social platforms and we all use them Yeah, is that during that pandemic, actually, while I was like, you know, going through it and like you know yeah. constantly mm. stressed every day looking for inspiration yeah so watching all these youtube videos and channels and stuff like that which you know you'll you'll your youtube is like uh it's like a you know rabbit hole where you'll watch one video it'll lead you to the next one and the next and the next thing you know it's like the, it's literally like almost like early hours of the morning and all you've been doing the whole day is watching youtube videos so yes, very true. i spent a lot of my time watching a lot of content online yeah. as like everybody else during that pandemic, obviously watching different things like, you know, fitness videos to cooking videos because we all had time, yeah. you know? And um, so I think with the time I basically also was like, okay, you know what? Like I actually initially had a YouTube channel before like years ago, but it was, you know, mainly focused around like all, all the different events that I attend, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, because yeah. of, you know, what I used the, the kind of job that I used to do. Yeah. But then I just realized that that's not really adding value or giving people any information rather than yeah. just saying, Hey, I went to this event and then what, you know? So yeah. during the, 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 you know, the strain of like, um, experience a, pand- a pandemic that we've never, you know, unlike no other. Yeah. I basically decided to, okay, you know what? I can start a channel. I've got a lot and a huge interest in terms of um, actually what what actually sp- started that was the fact that I was in the process of um, redecorating my my previous apartment where I was living. Yeah. Um, because I moved into I just moved into that city, so I just moved into that apartment. Yeah. So I had plans and this is what I wanted to do. So I was like, oh, you know what? I should probably document this to help someone else. Yeah. You know, and I remember it was like a small cottage apartment and stuff. Yeah. And I just basically wanted to give you know some some pointers and ideas in terms of what how somebody could decorate their space and, and yeah. make their rental a home. Yeah. And that came to the pandemic. I was just like, okay, well, everybody's at home. They're probably you know, watching videos and looking for new ways and meet people were, were, you know, use the pandemic as a time to renovate their homes, redecorate, yeah. you know, yeah. change their spaces around, because, you know, you constantly home all the time. People yeah. had to create home offices and stuff. So I took opportunity around that to create content around, okay, cool. This is how you can, you know, make your space your own. This is how it's so that was yeah. basically the process. Oh, okay. Okay. And that's, that's, that's some of the, and wins. then it just kind of like, I started with one video. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I started with one video. I thought oh, this video is probably just going to be like a random video that no one will ever see on YouTube. Yeah. But then literally one person commented, another person commented. And next thing, you know, I started with like 75 subscribers. Yeah. And by the end of that video that I done, I think yeah. um, what, what usually takes, I think, a year or so for people to get to a thousand subscribers, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. It literally took me about two months. Oh, nice. Um, that video got like 25,000 views and so many different comments, people asking like, Oh my gosh, where did you, where did you buy this? One? And then I just like, that was literally for me, such a, a huge motivator yeah. in terms of like, you know, starting my channel, which it's called, um, at DIY Deco with Lorna. Yes. I know. Um, I checked it out. Um, uh, so, so it, uh, well, about yes. 
Yeah. yeah. So so. Sorry, like mistalking so my guests. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I I just said it the homework and I, was, I came across your channel. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that you did that. Yeah. Um. So I was just like, okay, it might be onto something. So clearly, people are interested, and I'm and I'm going to be adding value. So I started thinking and jotting down some ideas. Okay, cool. What else can I shoot? And you see now that knowledge from 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 varsity is is coming is is, is literally helping. Yeah, in terms of that, because now I know exactly how to shoot videos, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the quality might not necessarily be the quality that I want in the yeah. end. Yeah. But you know, we you have to start from somewhere. You have to start with what you have. Yeah. And I literally just started with what I had yeah. and built from there. Yeah. And then I had some ideas, and then I jotted those down. Then I used to shoot every week, I think. And okay. my channel grew. My channel really grew and stuff like that. And I'm still doing that even till uh, till now. Okay. Um, but obviously, with regards to the move, having like moving from moving back home and yeah. back to, to Cape town. Yeah. There's obviously a, little, a few inconsistencies with the shooting and stuff like that. But yeah. you know, even now it's still like, I'll shoot as much video and much content as I can and try and yeah. post at least once a week or twice a week, et cetera, okay. Okay. or every second week or so, or yeah. every third week. Yeah. Um, but we're working on the consistency and building it, but that's been something that's literally just, you know, taken me by surprise where you watch so many different videos of people saying, how do I get to a thousand subscribers, yeah. tips and tricks. It's, and for me, I achieved that literally in a few months. Yeah. And I think that was literally also God's information in saying that you're on the right track, just continue doing this. Yeah. Um, because if, I, if, if that's not a sign, then I don't know what is. Um, so yeah, so we're still working very slowly and, um, okay. and it's, it's a passion project of mine that I, that is so dear to my heart and so close to me because I feel like we all, can't necessarily buy property at the moment or yeah. you know but even even so you, you know when you are renting it's important to love the space that you're in and to feel like oh you know what this is my home and and yeah, i thought like that's make a, a it like your space yeah yeah yeah, very true. yeah yeah and i think it also goes with that whole thing about creativity and 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 forms of forms of expression it's like yeah. i want to be able to come into a space and know that okay this is me this is this is me like it's a representation mm-hmm. of me so when people walk in they're like oh no we can see yeah, this is definitely sure. a lona kind of space a lona yeah. kind of vibe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh so as we end the podcast, like usually, nice yeah, yeah that, that's a really nice success story that you leveraged. <laughs> I mean, like you leveraged the pandemic to figure out uh, that YouTube is your thing and just talk about, uh, uh, I mean, decor and, and, and interior design things, which I guess is something, I mean, I watched like two videos and I was very, I mean, I learned a thing or two and then I was like showing my sisters like, hey, check this out. I think we should steal this idea and do it somewhere. Um, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I guess I guess I'm just going to watch it because there are not many videos. There are not many videos at the moment. Like they, you have like maybe yeah, like, no, like fifteen at fifteen about fifteen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If I'm not, I don't yeah. remember, but yeah. like there are yeah. not as many. Yeah. You get. Like, I guess you're still cooking up more, more. Yeah, we're still, still building and working on it and stuff like that because it's still yeah. like, yeah. quite a new chapter. But yeah. I like I, I watched it. I think it's cool. Um, uh, I'm very curious about mm-hmm. like. I'm very curious about like what, like, I mean, we'll come to the end of the podcast and I'm like, there's two things I'm very curious to find out, like where is Donna going and what cool things that she have on the horizon. And then the last thing is like, what life lesson of all the things you've been up to and all the things you've been doing and what you're working on and what you want to work on, what life lesson have you learned that you think people can either apply in their life or in their pro- creative profession or their creative endeavors? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Sorry, you said your first question was. Uh. What, the, what am I yeah, up to? Yeah. And what what cool things are you cooking up? 
that we the listeners may want to check out or want to know about or should be getting excited to engage with you more on yeah got you got you yeah um i think the one thing i will say is that it's definitely i think that like i said now it's like the i think i'll always i'll forever be grateful to to my youtube channel because that's something that's very close to me because it came at a time when i really needed some inspiration and you know when my mental well-being was taking a toll it was really something that i could look forward to every single day and it's again in line with what i was saying earlier you need to pursue the things that you want to because sometimes it it may be you you might want to pursue something and then in that process you learn can change and then on the other side you might have wanted to be a fashion designer but then you actually through the process of of you know of 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 committing to to wanting to be a fashion designer and doing the yeah. necessary work that is required, yeah. you actually find that like oh actually accounting is what I'm into you know yeah. having done numbers and research on like you know yeah. you know different measures or whatever you realize that oh actually I've got a I've got a thing with numbers and then you think you end up starting an accounting business so yeah. I think you always need to you you need to allow yourself in life to to bend so be flexible enough for life to bend you and yeah. and not to be so like you know i want to do this and this is how i want to do it so i think yeah. you allow um yourself to just like um go through the different the different motions and i think for me it was literally wanting to start a social media agency yeah uh, you know to assist and help businesses and stuff, and stuff like that but then yeah. coming out on the other end yeah yeah thing that i really truly love yeah so did you, the, the agency still up like and running which now means that sorry um it's not up and running if i will okay. be honest with you it's yeah. it's it's not um okay. because i'm kind of just, i've decided to kind of shift the, the entire process okay. because okay. i understand that space is where I, I i i love and i love creating and stuff like that so okay. what the business will end up being in the end i want i want to completely leave that up to kind of the universe and mm-hmm. to, to kind of dictate you know? okay. okay um but for now, it's like I'm really loving the content creation space. Okay. And I think having discovered, you know, the the joy yeah. and the beauty of about myself that I actually like to make things. Okay. Even yes, I know the story about the denim bag and stuff, but yeah. I genuinely just like like to create and make things beautiful or stop things from scratch and etc. So yeah. I think that's definitely um, something that I can say. That's the one thing I'm working on currently. Okay. It's just building my YouTube channel and making it, you know, exceptional. And I mean, so people can just like, you know, stay close to that. Um, okay. And um, since it's such an important thing, it's such an important factor. And that's okay. something that I'm really working on okay. so that, you know, it continues to grow and, and build because it's something that I really enjoy. And, and I think in life, you must always do the things that you enjoy. Okay. Nice. Um, nice. Social media is obviously something that's there that I'll always continue to do. Okay. Um, but it might chop and change obviously as well, but okay. we'll see. Ah, okay. And then your last point was a li- life lesson. Said, a life lesson what that advice uh, I have? like a life lesson that you think people can apply in either their life, life or, yeah. or their creative endeavors yes. or professions. Yeah. Okay. So I think the one thing that's creative struggle with a lot of the times is that we all we we, we love so many things. We're so passionate about so many things. Mm. We can do a lot of things as well. Sure. And then life will always have us wanting to pick a box and choose and say no, but you can't do everything. Master, mm. what does they say? Like master of everything, no? Uh, Jack of all trades of none or something like that. Yeah, Which but funny thing, I, think- I was talking to a Nigerian artist called Mala recently. <laughs> Mm. And he said, most people don't complete the phrase. I think it is uh, Jack of all trades, master of none, better than master of one. 
it yeah. ends it ends with best of, yeah like so they're like the jack of all trades may not be as good as the master of one but he's like he's better than a master of one like it's like he was like it's okay to know and do a lot of things well like it was such an yes, interesting conversation 100% yeah 100% there's a lady called Emily I think it's Emily Wapnick who came up with the term multi-potentialites where creatives are multi-potentialites we are so diverse in the things that we know how to do we're so diverse in the things in the knowledge that we have yeah. and you should never allow anyone to make you to to choose people to say you know you must pick you must choose you must decide which, mm. which it is that you want to mm. the only important thing that i think is vital in yeah. the journey of you doing all the things that you love yeah. and and dipping your fingers in all the different you know um yeah. um you know career opportunities etc mm. is consistency uh, okay. so if you're consistent if you ensure that you're consistent in all the things that you do that's where you'll see the success in all of them yeah. you know what i mean and yeah. obviously consistency is such a difficult thing to kind of build because you know like life happens things happen yeah. we can't but if you can literally unlock that um that one thing where you constantly just striving for consistency yeah. not even perfection or excellence but just yeah. be consistent yeah. um i promise you without without a shadow of doubt like yeah. you it will be successful. Whatever it is that you're working on will be successful. Whether it's five things, two things, 10 things, 11 things. Yeah. If you can at all of them and you have the time and you're able to, to, to be consistent, because I think the only time you can, you, you'll have to choose to do one thing and not all of them is yeah. if you know that you can only be consistent in the one, yeah. then you can say, okay, you know what? I know I want to do 10 different things. I love all of them, yeah. but I just can't seem to get my consistency right in all of them. Yeah. So then I'll focus on this one that I can. And then yeah. once that's kind of, going yeah, on then. its own then i'll yeah. kind of go on to the next thing and the next and the next yeah you're very but, sure yeah but it's 100 okay to to want to do a lot of things it's 100 okay to have you know to want to have your 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 hands in different pies yeah. and because you know that's just who we are as creators we love different things we're inspired by a lot of different things etc but consistency is the one number one vital thing that yeah. you have to make sure that you maintain across all those things that you do yeah yeah very true that's that's virtuous. Well, uh, I think we've come to the end of the podcast, Lana. Um, thank you so much for your time and the conversations of multipotentialists. Yeah. Um appreciate it. Yeah, I guess we'll keep in touch. Um, let me just stop recording here for a bit. Let me just end this. Keep doing what you're doing as well. Yeah. First wait, let me just end the recording. Mm-hmm.